Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, May 26th. The rebound for the U.S. equity markets remained intact as stocks were solidly higher with the three major indexes on track to post the first weekly gains in seven weeks. The moves came despite uncertainty regarding the ultimate outcome of an aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening campaign to combat persisting inflation, which was solidified by the minutes to the Fed's May meeting that were released yesterday. Meanwhile, the ongoing war in Ukraine and disruption from the COVID-induced lockdowns in China remained concerns. Earnings continued to trickle in with NVIDIA topping forecasts but lowering its revenue outlook, Macy's exceeding expectations and raising its guidance, while Dollar General and Dollar Tree both exceeded estimates and raised their guidance. In M&A news, Broadcom confirmed reports earlier this week by announcing an agreement to acquire VMware in a transaction valued at $61 billion. In economic news, jobless claims dipped. First quarter GDP was unexpectedly revised to a larger contraction than previously reported. Pending home sales fell more than anticipated, and a read on regional manufacturing was better than expectations. Treasuries were mixed, and the U.S. dollar dipped, while crude oil prices rallied and gold saw a modest increase. Europe finished with widespread gains, and Asia was mixed, with the Bank of Korea raising rates. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 517 points, or 1.6%, to 32,637. The S&P 500 Index gained 79 points, or 2%, to 4,058. And the Nasdaq Composite rallied 306 points, or 2.7%, to 11,741. In moderate volume, 4.7 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.6 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil jumped $3.76 to $114.09 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was up $4.30 to $1,850.60 per ounce, and the dollar index lost 0.3% at 101.80. In equity news on Thursday, NVIDIA Corporation, ticker symbol NVDA, reported adjusted first quarter earnings per share of $1.36 above the $1.30 fax at estimate as revenues rose 46% year-over-year to $8.3 billion north of the street's forecast of $8.1 billion. The chipmaker said it delivered record results in data center and gaming against the backdrop of a challenging macro environment. NVIDIA lowered its second quarter revenue forecast, reflecting the negative impact of the war in Ukraine and the COVID-induced lockdowns in China. The company also announced that it will extend its share repurchase program and increase it by up to $15 billion. Shares were higher. Macy's, ticker symbol M, posted adjusted first quarter earnings per share of $1.08, above the expected $0.82, with revenues growing 13.6% year-over-year to $5.4 billion, slightly above the forecasted $5.3 billion. First quarter same-store sales rose 12.8% year-over-year compared to the expected 13.6% gain. Macy's said while macroeconomic pressures on consumer spending increased during the quarter, its customers continued to shop. 
The company also said it saw a noticeable shift back to occasion-based apparel and in-store shopping, as well as continued strength in sales of luxury goods. Macy's raised its full-year earnings outlook, reflecting the first quarter share repurchases, as well as improved expectations for credit card revenue. Shares rallied over 15%. Dollar General Corporation, ticker symbol DG, reported first quarter earnings per share of $2.41, above the projected $2.32, as revenues rose 4.2% year-over-year to $8.8 billion, modestly north of the expected $8.7 billion. First quarter same-store sales dipped 0.1% year-over-year compared to the forecasted 1.2% decline. The discount retailer said despite ongoing headwinds due to supply chain pressures and heightened inflation, it remained focused on controlling what it can control and delivered solid financial results, which exceeded its expectations for sales and earnings per share for the quarter. Dollar General raised its full-year sales outlook. Shares were up over 10%. Dollar Tree, ticker symbol DLTR, posted first quarter profits of $2.37 per share, topping the expected $2, as revenues grew 6.5% year-over-year to $6.9 billion, north of the estimated $6.8 billion. First quarter same-store sales rose 4.4% year-over-year, above the anticipated 2.2% gain. Dollar Tree said it successfully completed its conversion to the $1.25 price point, contributing to both sales and margin improvements as shoppers are responding favorably. The company issued full-year earnings per share guidance that topped expectations and raised its revenue outlook for the year. Shares jumped over 20%. In M&A news, Broadcom, ticker symbol AVGO, confirmed reports earlier this week by announcing an agreement to acquire VMware, ticker symbol VMW, in a cash and stock transaction that values VMware at $61 billion. Under the terms of the agreement, VMware shareholders will elect to receive either $142.50 in cash or 0.252 shares of Broadcom for each share owned. Broadcom also reported adjusted second-quarter earnings and revenue that topped forecasts while issuing third-quarter revenue guidance that exceeded estimates and increasing its share repurchase program by $10 billion. Shares of both companies traded higher. The S&P 500 has remained choppy this week, coming off seven straight weekly declines as investors continue to grapple with the ultimate implications of persisting inflation pressures and expectations of an aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening campaign. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest article, Signs Point to Rising Recession Risk, how rising inflation, rate hikes, supply chain problems, and the Russia-Ukraine war have contributed to growing recession fears. Lizanne mentions that despite a drop in consumer confidence, spending has held up so far this year, and many indicators remain at solid levels. However, she says that rather than looking at the level of data, sometimes the trend is more important. In other words, better or worse may matter more than good or bad. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. You can read all of our market commentary, including our latest stock market volatility Schwab's quick take on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter 
at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 210,000 for the week ended May 21st versus the Bloomberg estimate calling for 215,000 and versus the prior week's unrevised 218,000 level. The four-week moving average rose by 7,250 to 206,750, and continuing claims for the week ended May 14th increased by 31,000 to 1,346,000 versus estimates of 1,310,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims declined by 14,250 to 1,347,500. The second look of three at first quarter gross domestic product, the broadest measure of economic output, showed a quarter over quarter annualized rate of contraction of 1.5%, revised from the first release's 1.4% decline and versus estimates of an adjustment to a 1.3% decrease. The fourth quarter's figure was unadjusted at a 6.9% increase. Personal consumption was revised to a 3.1% increase versus expectations of an upward revision to a 2.8% rise from the initially reported 2.7% pace of growth. Fourth quarter consumption was unadjusted at a 2.5% gain. The Bureau of Economic Analysis said the downward revision reflected negative adjustments to private inventory investment and residential investment that were partially offset by an upward revision to consumer spending. On inflation, the GDP price index was revised to an 8.1% rise versus estimates of an unadjusted 8% increase, while the core PCE index, which excludes food and energy, was adjusted lower to a 5.1% gain versus expectations to be unrevised at a 5.2% rise. Pending home sales dropped by 3.9% month-over-month in April, the sixth straight monthly drop versus estimates of a 2.1% decline and following March's negatively revised 1.6% decrease. Sales tumbled 11.5% year-over-year versus forecasts of a 7.6% decrease on the heels of March's negatively adjusted 9.2% fall. Pending home sales reflect contract signings and are a gauge of the pipeline of existing home sales. The May Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Activity Index decelerated by a slower rate than expected and remained comfortably at a level depicting expansion with a reading above zero. The index dipped to 23 from April's unrevised 25 reading compared to forecasts calling for a decline to 15. Treasuries were mixed and yields have been choppy as of late as markets anticipate tighter Fed monetary policy amid the backdrop of persistent inflation and signs of slowing economic growth. Yesterday's release of the minutes from the early May Fed monetary policy meeting in which they increased rates by 50 basis points, the first increase of that magnitude in over 20 years, showed a series of hikes of that size may be warranted to combat inflation. As the Fed launches a series of rate hikes to try to cool off inflation, check out Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones's latest article, Bond Market Reset, What's Next?, in which she discusses how major central banks are hiking interest rates rapidly and shrinking their balance sheets in an effort to, quote-unquote, normalize policy. 
Kathy addresses the question hanging over the market, what is a normal policy rate? Be sure to follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Amid this backdrop, also check out the latest offering from Schwab's Director of Fixed Income, Colin Martin, and Director of Fixed Income Strategy, Cooper Howard, titled Eight Questions on the Bond Market and Rate Hikes. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was two basis points lower at 2.48%, while the yield on the 10-year note was flat at 2.75%, and the 30-year bond rate was up one basis point to 2.98%. Tomorrow's economic calendar will be another busy one, starting with the advanced goods trade balance forecasted to show the deficit shrank to $114.8 billion during April from March's $125.3 billion, as well as a preliminary look at wholesale inventories with economists calling for a 2% month-over-month increase for last month. Personal income and spending are also on tap, expected to have gained 0.5% month-over-month in April and spending to have increased 0.7%. Rounding out the docket will be the final May University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index, anticipated to remain at the preliminary reading of 59.1, but well below the 65.2 posted in April. In international news on Thursday, European equities were higher, extending yesterday's rise, but volatility continued with the markets contending with a flurry of headwinds. Persisting inflation concerns have prompted tighter monetary policies out of the Fed and the Bank of England, while boosting expectations that the European Central Bank will raise rates later this year. Also, the Bank of Korea raised rates overnight, and global recession worries have ramped up amid the tightening monetary policies and signs of slowing economic growth out of the world's two largest economies of the U.S. and China. The uneasiness continues to be exacerbated by the ongoing war in Ukraine and the ensuing energy crisis in Europe. Jeffrey Kleintop offers his latest commentary, The Three Bears, discussing how stocks, bonds, and cash are all in bear market or teetering on the edge of one, a very rare event. He points out how over the past 72 years, there have been only two prior periods with a triple bear. Jeff adds that a bull market is likely to return as it typically has, but the timing is in question. He notes how every period is different and there can be no guarantees, but it is worth noting that the prior periods featuring any of these three bears were often very brief. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. In light economic news, Italian consumer and economic confidence for May improved, while Italy's industrial sales accelerated for March. The euro was higher versus the U.S. dollar, while the British pound was little changed. Bond yields in the eurozone were mixed, and rates in the U.K. were higher. Markets in Switzerland were closed for a holiday. The U.K. FTSE 100 index was up 0.6%. France's CAC 40 index gained 1.8%. Germany's DAX index advanced 1.6%. Spain's IBEX 35 index rose 1.5% and Italy's FTSE MIB index increased 1.2%. Stocks in Asia finished mixed as the global markets grapple with persistent inflation pressures that has some key central banks tightening monetary policies and raising the risk of a recession. 
The Bank of Korea raised its benchmark interest rate by 25 basis points to 1.75%, while yesterday's minutes from the U.S. Fed suggested a series of above-traditional rate hikes is likely in the offing. However, China's government is going the opposite direction, announcing some stimulus efforts as of late aimed at helping support a slowing economy that has been hampered by COVID-induced lockdowns. Meanwhile, geopolitical tensions remain between the U.S. and China, while the ongoing war in Ukraine continues to cloud the global outlook. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. In other economic news, Japan's leading indicators were revised lower for March, and Japanese producer price inflation accelerated more than expected for April. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.3%, with the yen holding steady after a recent recovery from its tumble versus the U.S. dollar seen in March and April. China's Shanghai Composite Index rose 0.5%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index decreased 0.3%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index fell 0.7%, and South Korea's KOSPI Index traded 0.2% of the downside while India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index was up 0.9%. The international economic calendar for tomorrow will offer Tokyo CPI and trade figures from Japan, as well as retail sales from Australia, 